Hi, this is Lifting Radio. Thank you for downloading this podcast. I'm convinced that as you listen, you will be lifted and inspired. And sure you'll hit the subscribe button to get notifications of new podcasts. Also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at the Family Manual and on Instagram at the Real Family Manual. You can also join our live services at www.youtube.com slash the Family Manual. You are lifted. Stronger together. So many messages have been delivered by our Father and the Lord. So I am just here to re-echo this message. That we are stronger together. The topic of the sermon this morning is you can't make it alone. If you are writing or taking notes. The focus of this ministration is you can't make it alone our text is gotten from second samuel 23 verses 16 and 17 second samuel 23 16 and 17 this is the story of one of the greatest generals ever known to man king david David was a war hero, a war veteran, strong and mighty in his stature and his deeds. But alas, there came a time when he was thirsty and he needed water to drink. Verse 16. So three mighty men broke through the camp of the Philistines and drew water from the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate and took it and brought it to David nevertheless he would not drink it but poured it out to the Lord and he said far be it from me O Lord that I should do this is this not the blood of men who went in jeopardy of their lives therefore he would not drink it these things were done by the three mighty men they were in the midst of the philistines and the philistines had camped all around them i want you to paint this picture as mighty as david was water became a problem for him you know the greatest enemy isn't the big enemies it's just one tiny little thing he had conquered territories he had brought men to his knees but alas water was bringing david to his knees nowhere to go and he cried out i am thirsty and i need water and all of a sudden the bible records that three mighty men came out and said okay where do you need water from he said i need water from the well close to bethlehem gate and they said as long as it is what you need you have gotten it stronger together there are certain things that you need you cannot get on your own no matter how mighty you are no matter how fat your bank account is there are certain times in life and in destiny 
if you don't move with a team you die alone and all of a sudden they went out and they got the water moved right through the midst of their enemies and i can play back in david's mind as they left he was afraid because they were not his servants they were his children they were his brothers they were bonded they were like him himself i can imagine that sacrifice he would have asked himself is it my thirst or the lives of these people that i love so much he was their commander in chief but he watched over their lives as if it was his they were bonded together in love and i can see them crawl and drive those three men all they could think about was not their life but the life of the master and all the master could think about was not his test but that he let three people go to die just because he was thirsty love is one of the strongest forces on earth and all of a sudden these three men showed up and i can imagine the face of david light up with the excitement and said i don't care about the water i am just excited that you made it back alive the way you left us and they got back to him i can imagine their hands trembling they know what they went through and they gave david the water and alas david could not drink the water because he loved them too much what they gave him was no more water it became like their blood he realized the price that he took them to get the water and he spilled it out and he said i cannot drink this water what we were reading in that scripture was the heart of david connected to the heart of god blessing the lives of these three men you cannot make it alone i want you to say to yourself i cannot make it alone say i cannot make it alone i want you to understand that whatever has kept you in the place of unforgiveness whatever has kept you in the place of hatred whatever had kept you angry with another has only been instituted by the devil to take what god has designed for you away from you because alas we are stronger together i'm very conscious of time this morning and there are three points i want to quickly dish out before my time is up i will give you three reasons why you cannot make it alone after you leave church today please reach out to those you have not called before after you leave church today please send an sms to that person you have not spoken to in years after you leave church today that person that you have vowed will not be part of your life and destiny again please send a text i love you i forgive you we don't forgive people because they merit our forgiveness we forgive people because that is the only way out of where we are into the place of liberation we forgive others for ourselves we forgive others for ourselves our father and the lord will say many times that forgiveness is like letting a prisoner free only to find out that you were the prisoner there is no greater force than the force of love 
The greatest stories written by man has been written on the altar of love. The most wonderful tales we have had have been tales of love. That number one thing that impacts man the most is not starvation or hunger, but love. I decree and declare over your life and your destiny, everything that has held you to your past, preventing you from entering into your future, is broken on your behalf in Jesus' name. The three reasons why you cannot make it alone. Number one, God cannot work outside unity. God cannot do anything outside oneness. No matter what you are going through, no matter what you are struggling with, No matter the weight on your shoulder, your prayers are useless if you work outside unity. God does not do anything outside unity. That is how God has been wired to move. And that is how God has created everything. He has aligned humanity with relationships. Once you remove yourself from relationship, you remove yourself from the order of heaven. There are so many things that God wants to do for you, but you don't realize that God is waiting on you to align. God will not break his principles to bless you. You must be the one to align with the principle of heaven if you want to get the attention of God. Nothing will work in heaven outside the place of unity. No matter how much we sing, no matter how loud we clap, no matter the chants that come out of our lips, if we don't walk in unity, the Holy Spirit will not step in. Because God cannot work outside unity. Matthew 18, I read verse 19 and 20. Matthew 18 verses 19 and 20. Again, I say to you that if two agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am right there in the midst of them. I will do Anything that you ask is a blank check. According to the works of my hand, command ye me, but you cannot command me if you are not united. The only criteria for your command, the only time your command will carry weight in my ears is if you are united. So I am no more the problem, you are the problem. Whenever there is agreement, you secure my attention. There I will be also. And upon anything you ask, I will do it for you because there is unity. God cannot move outside the realm of unity. God hates disorderliness. God hates division. 
whatever can divide you can take the attention of God away from you please don't allow anybody divide you in your home stay united at the place of work stay united and cohesive in church love like nothing else matters even if you make a mistake heaven will forgive you if you move in oneness unity and love because that's the realm of god himself genesis 1 and verse 26 this is god speaking himself and he said let us make man in what in our image and according to our likeness let us make man in our image and in our likeness listen god said god said let us that means god was speaking to somebody us is what singular or plural plural that means god the father was speaking to god the son and god the holy ghost and he said hey let us make man in our image and three of them came together because god thinks in terms of unity the way god thinks he thinks in the realm of unity and oneness god will never do a thing without god the son and god the holy spirit not being into his move and his plan and they created man to think like god to act like god and to look like god and they left man alone without any relationship and communication and i can see god the father god the son god the holy spirit looking at man and all of a sudden man started malfunctioning you know why because man was created like god and god thrives on unity there was no one to create unity with him and god said it is not good for man to be alone because me myself i am not alone and until i create another person who he can share unity with he will never assume the fullness of his godlike nature God put him into a sleep and from his rib created another human being. And when he saw Eve, he was complete. Until Eve came, he was not completely like God because God moves in unity. So therefore, if you get home and you go down on your knees and you are praying to God and you have a quarrel with your husband, you are wasting your time. You wake up in the morning and you see your husband and the only first thing that comes to your mind is look at him. Foolish man. You won't go outside and look at what husbands look like. And then you turn your face and you say, God, I worship you. I'm here for you today. And I say, ah! Who are you? I don't know you. No matter what you say to God, until you walk in unity, nothing happens. Pastor, why should I love a man that does not love me? You have to love him so that you can get the attention of God. And when your own righteousness is fulfilled, heaven begins to move in your direction. I decree and declare that heaven will move in your direction in Jesus' name. Nothing.
nothing supernatural happens outside the realm of unity Acts chapter 2 verses 1 to 4 Acts chapter 2 verses 1 to 4 it tells us about the day of Pentecost when the day of Pentecost had fully come they were all with what? church help me now should I leave the altar? they were all with one accord where? in one place never before had they come together in one place they were not together in one place because they loved each other I want you to get this they were not together in a place because they just wanted to be together they were in one place because they were afraid for their lives whatever pushed them into one place does not matter to God what matters to God was that they were in one place in one accord fear does not matter as long as you are in the place of unity the sound of those outside does not matter as long as you are in the place of unity the day you enter the place of unity and oneness you catch the attention of God and as they were together in one accord as they raised their voices to heaven the Holy Spirit came I decree and declare over your life and over your destiny heaven will intervene in Jesus name the second reason why you cannot make it alone is this you are protected in unity you are protected via unity Galatians chapter 3 verse 28 Galatians chapter 3 and verse 28 there is neither Jew nor Greek there is neither slave nor free there is neither male nor female for all of you are one in Christ all of you are one in Christ there is no division there is no separation I see all of you I see you as one in Christ I'm going to paint this verse in a picture that you can clearly and visually understand how many of us know the mother hen the mother hen you know chickens and hens they give birth in multiples six seven eight and you see them tiny tiny all around the mother when you go and attack the mother hen what does the mother hen do the first thing the mother hen does is that it spreads out its wings it's calling for its children to enter into one fold because that's the only way she can protect them when they come into her wings then what does she do she closes her wings up on them so that you just see the mother hen with her chicken under her and she said come and touch them if you dare God is not responsible for your protection if you are outside the fold 
Unity protects your destiny. Unity secures your future. Once you are in Christ, in unity, then you are protected from the antics of the devil. Don't let anyone fool you. The reason why the devil is instigating bickering in the church of God is that he's trying to tear us apart so that he can finish us. But the devil will not in Jesus' name. Even as regards this pandemic, do you know that if the church of God came together and spoke one voice, the government will have no other choice but to obey. But when one is saying a thing and another is saying one thing, then you have a lot of separation and the devil is free to do his work. John chapter 10 verse 10. The A part of it, the thief does not come except to kill and to destroy. Our Father and the Lord will tell us times without number that the way the devil destroys is very simple. He will first separate. And after he separates, he does what? He snuffs life out. Isolation is equal to destruction. Whatever isolates you from the body of Christ has been set up to destroy you. Whatever isolates you from your family, whatever isolates you from your husband, or isolates you from your wife, has set out to destroy you. You can't be smarter than the devil. Don't play his games. Our Father and the Lord will say times without number, husband, stay close to your wife. Wife, stay close to your husband. Before I got married, me and my wife, then she was just my fiancé, we were discussing. And she had a wonderful job in Abuja. A job where they were paid in dollars. And she said, after we marry, what will happen? I said, you come back here and stay with me. She said, ah, what happens to my job? Ah, I said, job. It's over. I am your job now. You can't walk in the realm of unity without paying the sacrifice. But I promise you and I guarantee you the sacrifice is worth the while because the reward is in numerical. Don't let the devil make you focus on the sacrifice. Some of you may think it's too painful. What you are asking me to do to sustain peace in my family is too painful. I cannot do it. Listen, nothing good is ever delivered free of charge. It always comes with a price. And I want you to remember this and never forget that your protection is secured in unity. Daddy came up here last week Sunday. 
and brought a stick of broom, two of us, and then asked two men. He said, two mighty lanky men. And I was sitting there watching, and the first guy that came out was skinnier than skin. And I was thinking in my heart, is this, is this a lanky man? And he came here, ready to do the job. And our father and the Lord called another person who was hefty and mighty. And they both came and they broke the broom. And then he gave them the whole bunch. And what happened? They were struggling with it. Can I ask you a question? If a little five-year-old boy had come out and our father and the Lord gave him that stick of broom, will he break it? Will he break it? That means when you are not united, people that cannot even look you in the face will make a mess of you. Situations and circumstances, little tiny situations and circumstances will come and knock you off your feet. Situations that you think you are bigger than and you have outgrown, when you stay in the place of isolation, will open your eyes that you are not defended when you stay alone. What secures your protection is your attachment to the realm of unity. The world is fighting a virus, and what's the name of the virus? Church, what's the name of the virus we are fighting right now? COVID-19 or the coronavirus. But do you know that it's just a virus? It is just... The philosophy is the same. No virus can live in the place of immunity. When your immunity is high... When you have a high immunity or a high immune system, no virus can stay. Science will tell us that the first assignment of any virus is to break down your immune system. Once your immune system is down, (laughs) then the virus becomes the chairman. Can I shock you? There are some people that have caught this coronavirus I did not even know. They cut it and the immune system flush it out and they live their normal life. Because once the body is united, nothing can attack it. Once you let your guard down, then there is no protection over you. Don't because of strife leave the church. Don't because of a situation and a circumstance leave your home. Whatever is good or what the world takes time and energy to grow. Stay in that home and grow it. Stay in that business and grow it. Stay in that church and grow it. Stay in that place and grow it. I give this last analogy and I move to the final point. Luke 13, verses 6 to 9. Luke 13, verses 6 to 9. It says, he also spoke this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. 
and he came seeking fruit on it and did what and found none verse 7 then he said to the keeper of the vineyard look for three years i have come seeking fruit on this fig tree and found none do what cut it down why does it use up the ground verse 8 but the caretaker of the vineyard answered and said to him sir let it alone this year also until i dig around it and fertilize it and verse 9 and if it bears fruit well but if not after you can what you can cut it down you shall not be cut down in jesus name you shall not be cut down in jesus name so i started asking questions because i remembered it was the fig tree that jesus approached when he was hungry true of us and when he did not find any fruit on the fig what did jesus do he caused it to do what to die i say is it only the fig tree that is around why is the fig tree suffering so much and i started researching about this tree called the fig tree and alas i saw that this fig tree was not an ordinary tree that is why it was always used in the parable of jesus the fig tree if their botanists listen to me they would understand what i'm saying the fig tree is called the queen of trees it's called the queen of trees there is no tree that accommodates mammals as much as the fig tree the fig tree sustains the life in the jungle but there is a philosophy about the fig tree when the fig tree has grown to its fullest stature the fig tree will create a silver lining and open up once it opens up there is an insect called the wasp how many of us have seen a wasp before the mother wasp will enter into the fig tree and lay her eggs and after she had laid her eggs she will die after her death the eggs will hatch and the male wasp will come and retrieve his children from the tree and once that cycle is complete the fig tree will digest the mother wasp and turn it into nutrients to help the tree grow are we together that is what aids in the production of the fruits from the fig tree so when jesus got to the fig tree he realized that the fig tree was barren because he did not open up to anybody he stood by himself existing by himself careful that nobody should hurt him if you don't want to be hurt you will never grow if you don't come together and intermingle with other people and love people and cherish people you'll be doing yourself a lot of harm he saw that the fig tree was greedy selfish and stingy the reason why the fig tree did not blossom is because it was not getting nutrients the reason it was not getting nutrients is because it was not engaging in the relationship that it was supposed to engage in and because the relationship was not there death was imminent unity 
secures your protection i decree and i declare upon your life and destiny you will not be cut down in jesus name finally unity guarantees your enlargement and prosperity unity guarantees your enlargement and your prosperity joel chapter 2 and i read verse 3 joel chapter 2 and verse 3 a fire devours before them and behind them a flame burns the land is like the garden of eden before them and behind them a desolate wilderness surely nothing shall escape them if you start reading from the first verse it tells us about the end time army the army that will move in formation the army that will work as one the army that will work in unity it states there that they will not break their ranks and said in front of them is the garden of eden and behind them is what desolate wilderness do you know what desolate wilderness means it means an arid land a chalet a dry place where nothing grows where everything that is planted dies and aren't some people experiencing that type of life right now you try to do something it dies you start another business it collapses you look for money money is not there you see your mates doing things that you have never even dreamt of doing you know why check your life you are walking outside love and unity because in front of them is what the garden of eden anytime you choose to walk in disunity where are you going where are you going every time you walk in disunity you move into the realm of wilderness because behind them is wilderness god will not take that wilderness away from their backs so that they don't think of going back the garden of eden is right in front of them as long as they can keep moving forward what will be the experience they will have the eden experience but the day they start fighting the day pride sets in the day you start considering yourself over someone else what happens the problem is not god the problem is you because wherever you see unity you see advancement the reason you are not prospering the reason it seems like you are struggling with your finances struggling with your business struggling to make ends meet is because you are walking outside the realm of unity i want you to listen closely to what i'm about to say abu dhabi Dubai, Sharjah, Ajman, Fujaira, Razal Kaman, Um Al Quran. Listen, I am not incantating. And I am not speaking in tongues. I have just mentioned the seven 
nations that came together to form what we now know as United Arab Emirates. Between the year 1971 and 1972, seven countries looked at each other and said, why can't we not do this thing together? They had neighboring nations that were stronger than them. If you go and read their history, all the nations around them dwarfed them. So there were seven tiny nations and they said, hey, all these people are giants. Why can we not come together and also look like a giant? But let me tell you today, UAE is one of the wealthiest places on earth. When you talk about money, you go to UAE. When you talk about technology and research, you go to UAE. When you talk about hospitality, you go to UAE. When you talk about gold and resources, you go to UAE. Every country and nation in the world is trying to get into UAE today because seven nations stood up and said, let us partner together for our financial advancement. Listen to this statement. If the church and the body of Christ will lay down her differences and walk together in love, she will be the wealthiest community in the world. True or false? <laughs> but when you see a Christian, I can find the Lord said, the first question you ask is what? What church do you go to? Uh, redeem. Uh, me, I'm CSU. And from the point where that person is CAC and you are redeemed, we are both Christians. Who, uh, which church do you go to? Anglican. Anglican. So you are not Pentecostal. And you look fine, though. Look fine to be an Anglican. Not understanding that we are one body in Christ. If you don't call your wife, sit her down, open your finances to her, start a business together, you may be on that stage for a long time. Because unity creates your prosperity and financial dominion. My time is upon me. Can we rise up on our feet? You can't make it alone. We are only stronger together if that glue called love is found in us. I want each and every one of us open your mouth and begin to ask God to give you the grace to love. Jesus, give me the grace to love unconditionally like you. Give me the grace to love like you will love. Give me the grace to love my brother, to love my sister, to love the church of God, to love my husband, to love my children, to love my wife. Jesus, Give me the grace to love another like I will love myself. 
Once love is in play, heaven stands at attention. The reason why you have stayed so long in that situation is that you have not entered the dimension of God's love. Jesus, help me to begin to love. Help me to begin to walk in unity. Help me to begin to walk after the will and the desire of God Almighty. The message you have just listened to now is deep. It's simple, but deep. Full of illustrations, so you can keep remembering. Will you pray? God, I will never walk alone. Help me with my relationship. Relationship with my God. Relationship with other people. Relationship with my neighbor. Relationship within the church. Relationship at work. Help me with relationship. May I not miss it in the place of relationship. Help me, Lord, that I fulfill purpose as I love. As I love and connect and partner with people and with you. Help me to fulfill my purpose. Come on. Pray that prayer with all your heart. Pray that prayer with all your heart. Lord, help me. Haven't had all this. May I not fail again. Many of us have a lot to do. Forgiving other people. Forgiving our spouses, our parents, our children, our neighbors, our siblings. Forgiving people that hurt us deeply. Not for their sake, but for our sake. Many of us have a lot of work to do in our marital relationship, in our work connection. If we are to take, get the best of God. You just heard the voice of God this morning through his servant. Ask God to help you to measure up, to make up so that you don't abort purpose. It's a tragedy to live less than your purpose on earth. It's a tragedy to go through life and not measure up to the fullness of the stature of, of the level that God meant us to be just because we failed in these little, little areas of life. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and ensure you subscribe to get more podcasts to keep you on the success track. While others say there is a casting down, for you that you'll be a lifting up. I love you.